I think I'm recording somewhere anyway. That's good. Hmm. I had an option then. I've either got it or I can leave the meeting. <laughs> stay, stay. I'm staying. Okay. So I'll, 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 um, I'll say hi to start with, okay? Hi, Emma. How are you? I'm fine, thanks, Nicola. How are you? I'm all right. So, Emma Jackson, where are you in the world and what do you do? So I'm the Client Innovation Manager at Mills and Reeve and I'm based in our Birmingham office. And what does it mean to be a Client Innovation Manager? Well, that's a very good question because nobody ever knows the answer. <laughs> um, so I work with our clients and with our lawyers in order to my side of my side of the field is generally the technology solutions, but it's not always that way with innovation. Um, but we build uh, platforms and solutions to fix client problems. Okay. So what's the difference you're trying to make to clients? Trying to make their lives easier, would you believe? Um, in fact, you find this about most people in business services. That all we want to do is help. Um, and from an innovation side of things, it's really nice because we can actually help clients directly as well as helping our users and our, you know, our colleagues in the business itself. Okay. So can you give me an example of when you've, you've come up with a, a platform or a solution that's helped the client, but also helped the lawyer to do a more efficient job? Yeah, definitely. So we have a solution called volume control and that was developed about two years ago now um, for one particular client who had a problem and it was a general counsel in-house lawyer um, who had a high volume of work and needed a way of triaging that and getting some of it to be done by the in-house team and some of it to be done by us as external counsel um, and we built a platform and they could manage their own work in it but they could also from the same place instruct us and then our lawyers work in the same place as well. So it improves efficiencies all round, but it does mean that for the client, they've only got one place to go to instead of two or three or four if they've got a panel firm. It's all yeah. in one, all self-contained in one place. Okay, okay. So, so there's super efficiency in that and the client is getting a better experience of your service. Yes, definitely. And that it's, it's efficient for them. It's also efficient for us. Um, so it takes us less time to react to things because it's all done in the instant and it's it's immediately available because it's obviously online and how does that sort of problem come to you <laughs> so that one was a really interesting one because we actually had a firm-wide hackathon um, and we had five teams across the business who had 24 hours to find a solution to fix a client's uh, to improve client experience and improve client service was the brief. Um, and that was actually the winning idea. And then it was about two months later, I was contacted as an innovation advisor, which is what I was at the time, by a lawyer whose client had the exact problem that that team had tried to fix. So it was a perfect storm, really. And I then worked closely with the client themselves um, as well as the lawyers uh, in, initially, and then more just with the client to actually build that system out and actually make it something that was real instead of uh, a winning idea. <laughs> and that's interesting, isn't it? So your 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 teams in the hackathon were thinking, really thinking from a user-centric position. Oh, definitely, yeah. So everything that we do is driven by the sort of client experience um, and then the, our people's experience as well is key in that. 
And that's interesting, isn't it? So the, the term client experience is not something that you and I would have heard in the early years of our work in law, is it? No, definitely not. Um, I mean, even innovation. So I, I didn't start into this thinking I was going to be an innovation manager. Um, it didn't, my role didn't exist when I started working in law firms. And what did you do, Emma? Uh, I was a legal secretary. Yeah. So I started in private client uh, doing residential conveyancing. Um, and I was legal secretary to three or four fee earners. And it was a very nice time. It was it was uh, very different to how it is now, I would say. Um, and then a couple of years after doing that, I actually transitioned into an IT training role, all in Mills and Reeve. I've been here for 17 <laughs> years. Um, but it was, I, did, I worked in the IT team, sort of doing service desk and IT training for over 10 years um, before that kind of morphed and transformed into innovation mm. as time went on. And what is it about the skills that you and, and also the knowledge and experience that you gained both as a legal secretary and in, as, a, as an IT trainer that really help you in the work you do in innovation? A lot of it is around your network. So from a training point of view, I spent two days with every new starter in the business. Right. So when you spend two days with somebody, you do get to know them hmm. um, and we spend in two days with everybody from every every walk of the business you understand more about what our insurance lawyers do and what challenges they face and you understand more about our real estate lawyers and what challenges they face and what challenges their clients face mm. um i think from my secretarial time that gave me a really good understanding of how lawyers work mm. as well so the people experience comes in there um but i was also a secretary in a time where I spent all day on the telephone to clients and to estate agents and to other law firms. And it is a communication and networking skill that actually, and it's the understanding of, of the actual wider business. I think the training in particular, you have to train everybody on everything. Mm. <laughs> so you learn all the different nuances mm. and all the, all the, the differences that apply to litigation and non-litigation and mm. all of the, all of the terminology and everything else so actually I can speak to the lawyers um, about innovation on their terms with their clients in mind and their role in mind. So there's a couple of things coming out of that for me one is this uh, this this profound understanding of the user experience whether that's the client to whom you've spent time on the phone having very human conversations probably letting them cry on your shoulder a bit because that's what you did as secretary right and uh, and also being a gatekeeper and helping them um and uh, it's quite a lot of agency in that role, actually, isn't there, which we tend to overlook. Um, and then subsequently, you've got that you've got the kind of technical skills of the IT. And then really what you're talking about here. And the, it was just interesting to me that the first thing you came to in, in terms of skills was this human piece of networking, creating relationships and understanding people. That's a really interesting combination, isn't it? I think it is. And I think I'm a very people person. I'm very led by relationships and everybody everybody is a human <laughs> and I can speak to a client the same way I could speak to a partner the same way I'll speak to an EA the uh, secretary the same way I'll speak to somebody in IT everybody has is adding value to that relationship so actually understanding from their point of view means I can deliver a better service so I I'm 
I am mainly around the technical. So from innovation for us, we've got the people, the process and the tech. I, I deal with the tech. That's where I'm most at home, I would say. Um, but it is always around the people because mm. I, I want to make their life easier. I don't want to I don't want to build a piece of technology that's going to add time to somebody's day. So you're acting as a bit of a bridge, really, between the, the technical know-how and the, the, the activity of a lawyer. Definitely. Yeah. Mm. I quite often see myself as that, to be fair. Yeah. And I know you are all, you also become dangerously important. Um, I just won a prize, haven't you? I have, yeah. So I won the Female Innovator of the Year Award at the Innovation Awards this year, 22. Wow, congratulations. That's huge. Thank you very much. It was it was a, a nice surprise on the night. It was lovely. How exciting. And and I think there's lots of invitations and speaking opportunities um, more than ever, I think. I think you did before, but now I suspect you're, you're hot property, aren't you? I'm doing quite a few at the moment. Yeah. So I've been asked to do I've just been asked to do a couple more, but we haven't uh, sorted dates out for those yet. But I'm going to be speaking at Legal X and Legal Innovators, both in November in London. Fantastic. And. So what do you think is coming down the track for the legal sector as a whole, Emma? You obviously have a window on all of that from all of these big <laughs> uh, events that you, you go to and speak at and, and not to mention the, the day job. So what do you think is coming down the track? Well, on, on the whole, a, a lot of things at the moment are around the people and how we're going to work so everything has changed so dramatically over the last few years it's all kind of calming down again now mm. I think um, and it's just making sure that we if, so for the last two or three years we've had to invest in technology because everybody has had to use technology in order to deliver their jobs from wherever they may have been at that point in time mm. and I just really hope that the investment continues um, and we don't go, well, we've just, you know, we've just spent all this money on video conferencing technologies and everything else. So actually now we can take our foot off the gas. I'm hoping that we will actually continue to progress. Mm. Um, areas that I see that will sort of pick back up again, I think, are the, are the AIs. So automation of processes, um, but also around data. So I think there's going to be a lot around the analysis of data. So from an AI point of view, rather than we, we, every law firm has been talking about AI for a really long time, but we've all got very different levels of understanding on what that is and how much we're using it. So for some people, it's just extraction, but it's AI. Mm. Mm. Um, and for other people, they're doing full on analysis and prediction um, and I think it will it will just continue to progress that way. Mm. And what about you in your day job? What's what's that? Um, what's what's the priorities for you? Um, so to continue with innovation. So innovation is at my heart. It's my passion in the business. Um, and it's not always groundbreaking things. Sometimes it's tiny little things. Um, we don't see it as, you know, it's not always the light bulb moment. It's it's just doing something in a different way that is more efficient and new to the business. Um, it doesn't even have to be new overall, even if we, you know, it's come from a different practice area or a different somewhere else that can still be innovative for where you where you actually apply it. Um, but I've also taken on a data strategy role for the firm. So I'm going to be looking at our data and how it's structured and how we can actually use that going forward to um, to add value to our clients. Mm, that's going to be a huge new area, isn't it? This data. It is, yes. Yeah. Mm. 
And what would you say to someone who is curious about innovation in legal, but doesn't really know where to start in terms of exploring what's possible, um, how to get into it, um, or what they should do next? Well, reach out. We'll have a chat. <laughs> but... <laughs> watch it. Watch out. Watch, careful know, what you yeah. wish for. What, careful what you wish for. But mm-hmm. um, I would say it's worth if if you already work in a practice, it's worth finding out if there's an innovation team or department where you are. Um, if you don't, there are courses you can do. There's reasoning that you can do. Um, there's te- legal technology committees and innovation committees. Um, get on LinkedIn. Hashtag legal innovation. There's so many really great speakers and really great information. Mm. Um, But I'd also have a look at, um, well, Nicola and myself are both part of the Birmingham Law Society Legal Tech and Innovation Committee, and we've produced some content for them. But there really is a lot of content out there and you can just go and research it Mm. and find things out. But I would say if you have contacts who are in that space, reach out to them and have a chat. Speak Mm. to the people who are actually doing it, because that's where you're going to learn the most. That's good advice, Emma. Thanks ever so much. It's been lovely talking to you. Lovely talking to you too. Thanks for having me, Nicola. Cheers.